Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, and now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Earlier this morning, uh, I was grabbing some coffee uh, in the kitchen here at the radio station, and Cool Beans was in there, and she's, you know, in her normal, bubbly, happy mood. And I'm like, oh, you getting into the holiday spirit? She's like, yeah, I got my Christmas sweater on and everything. And I was like, I'm just not there yet. Wilcox, you in the uh, the holiday spirit just yet? Uh, now I feel like I have too much stuff to do before that. Uh, that's why, Chelsea? Uh, yeah, kind of. We have decorations and stuff. But you started the decorations process? I think it's done. I, I don't know what it is for me, but I have a hard time sometimes. How many days out from Christmas are we, Woody? <laughs> I found a website where 40. I can figure that one out. <laughs> Seems like more than 80, doesn't right. it, Woody? 81. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Is the correct answer on that one. But uh, for some people, it's the music that gets them in the holiday spirit, right? I would say so, probably. And I think that's what did it for me last year. And I'd like to thank everybody who's tweeting at me and uh, sending me uh, uh, Facebook postings and all kinds of, of the uh, the Christmas songs that they enjoy. Last year, I think it was this one that got us in the holiday spirit, right? Feeling it. Yeah, I feel warm I, I and do. fuzzy. I do, feel, I do feel a little tingly. It just uh, it puts you in that mood, that spirit. There's a bounce in your step. Well, there's a new one apparently this year. It just came out uh, December 1st, which is 31 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> By my calculations, uh, and it's pretty fantastic. They, uh, foreign, foreign of some sort? I feel like I hear German. Or speech impediment. I don't know, Chelsea. I don't know if he's got a speech impediment. Well, it's one or the other, right? You think, uh... Who's the band featured there singing the old Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? A festive little band called Coroner. Coroner? Yes. Okay. Coroner. They, uh, they sing happy ditties. And it's pretty awesome because they made a music video for it already that you can check out on the YouTube because, well, there's frankly no television channels that actually play music videos anymore. And they have synced it up perfectly to the Bing Crosby singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. By the way, Coroner is a Swiss technical thrash metal band. FYI. Thank you. I'll write that down. I'm going to go ahead and put that in my blog. Uh, but you can it's fantastic. That's the type of thing that can put you in the mood, right? When you're just sitting around tapping your toe. What 
was that lyric right there? Do you know the lyric right there? Is it... Or Chelsea, do you think he has some sort of speech impediment? Look, it was an option. Either that, he was he was foreign. We've decided that, Woody. Thank you. Uh, but, so I would encourage those of you that are aware of fantastically odd holiday songs to send those in. You can send them via email. You can alert us on any form of social media. Obviously, many of you are concerned about a certain song that features a certain dude driving a certain helicopter. Uh, we will get to that coming up at some point here in the near future. We don't want to ruin that too early on in the Christmas season. I don't know what you're talking about. We're still 81 days or something away from Christmas at this point. So, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Why would you do that? A little goes a long way. I can't hear you. So that's, uh, of course, all right, that's enough. We'll, we, we will slowly but surely roll through some of our favorite holiday songs. I can't believe you spilled the beans on that so quickly. Yes. Why did you pull it's the like September on that? 19th or something? So, but I would encourage you because everybody has that. So send it in and we'll be celebrating over the course of the next uh, week or so. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. <laughs> That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Good. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Good show, everybody. Yep. Uh, during the uh, replay right there, talking about the Christmas songs that uh, sort of get you in the mood, have you taken a look at the Facebook page this morning? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. Uh, do that right now. Shut down the presses. Uh, call the president. Cancel, cancel everything. We've got the best Christmas carol on the planet. Available for you now, the Woody Wilcox Facebook page. It's it's purely visual, and I know that's wonderful for the radio. But it will it will lift your mood and it may lift your pants as well. <laughs> Alright, this has become a huge trend on the internet, hasn't it? <laughs> What, Chelsea sighing? Uh, no, I'll, uh... What you're hearing is the background music to a woman in a bikini and a Santa hat in front of a Christmas tree <laughs> doing interesting things with her breasts. She's just... They are dancing to the music, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yes, they are. Did we already see this for another holiday? That's what I, that's what I say. I think this has become a, uh... Sort of an American tradition. Yeah. Thanks to Stacy, who says you guys are 12 year old boys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you yeah. heard fun with football? <laughs> uh, that's not creepy to you? It's a little weird. It's a little bit uh, creepy. No, yes. I, I agree Why with would Chelsea. That be cre- what? No, there is something creepy. Are about you it. robotic? It doesn't uh, seem natural. Yes, that. Because those aren't real, boys. Just so you know. You know what? Neither was my Tonka truck. And guess what? Still had fun with it. 
<laughs> well, never, I never imagined. A nickel for every time I've heard Woody say that. Still I, one of the worst analogies I've ever heard. <laughs> you know what? Not a real truck. Yeah, not supposed to be. Those are supposed to be real. And so when it does that, that it's doing in that video, it's a little troublesome. That's all I'm saying. You know what? That's what makes the world go round. You have your thing. Go ahead and have sex with your Tonka truck. <laughs> I enjoy more realistic things about my females. That's all. I agree with Chelsea on that one. It bothers me a little bit. Your jealousy between the both of you. You wish you could do it, and so do you, Chelsea. You wish you had talent like this. I, I don't actually wish I could do that. Yeah, you do. You. Imagine if you could. You would get up at bars. Mm-hmm. People would be karaoke, and you'd make your pecs bounce left and right and up right. and down. So if uh, if you feel like Woody does, you can see that on the uh, Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. And a lot of people. Oh, uh, Certainly gets you in the festive mood. Uh, and second to that, do you know who Christopher Lee is? If I throw that name out there as far as an actor, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee, I do not know. No. Uh, in the Star Wars movies, he was Count Dooku. Of course. Uh, in uh, the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Wicker Man, the Hobbit. He apparently has a habit of coming out with Christmas carols every year uh, in heavy metal form. Uh, Christopher Lee, hang on a second, 91 years young. So, Spring Chicken... And naturally you think, oh, I bet that dude really gets into the holidays by making his pecs bounce up and down. And no, 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 that, that's a, a beautiful young woman that does that. Christopher Lee, Count Dooku to us Star Wars nerds, uh, came out with a Christmas Carol starting in 2012 and yesterday released his 2014 version. Would you like to hear it? New heavy metal single out called The Darkest Carols Faithful Sing. Christ, I like those heavy chords. Christ, I want to hear some more. We get nice, a little stop. What have all these burdens done? Failing flesh. Which one do you like least? I'm very confused about why the guy who played Count Dooku at 91 releases heavy metal Christmas songs, but at the same time, my hat's off to him. Maybe not the greatest thing in the world, but I appreciate his... Um, Are you jealous of that as well? His tenacity. His spunk. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, so, well, that's fantastic. I wish you hadn't have said that. I feel like I already am more festive this morning, and uh, I don't want to give Woody any credit for that, so I'm probably not uh, not going to. Um, we've got a round of It Happened in Florida that we can get to here momentarily. Uh, three stories that will probably make you feel a little bit better about your own life. Uh, also, uh, some things going on around this great land of ours. Besides everything that Woody has just highlighted, we'll hit some of that. We'll do it here. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. It's the six-pack on the Woody and Wilcox Show. 
five things you need to know and one you don't. All right, what's going on around this great land of ours? Did you see that the, uh, what is it, the Senate hearing report came out on torture in the United States? What, what was this exactly? Anybody can fill me in on this? They were looking into allegations that the CIA tortured people. Uh, and a report was released yesterday, the findings on this, right? Yep. That was the situation? Yes. And there was uh, a Senate hearing that was like, hey, we uh, we tell people we, we don't torture. That's what the bad guys do. And the CIA is like, well, we, uh, we do torture people. The thing that stood out to me, and I didn't follow this at all, to be honest with you, but it caught my eye when I saw that one of the things revealed in the, uh, in, in the results were, uh, was the term rectal feeding. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that stood out to me. Because <laughs> I don't, uh, I feel like I'm sort of a dude who knows a few things about the world. And that was one that uh, I don't believe I've ever seen that term before. We've all heard about waterboarding. I, I don't know exactly what it all entails, but I think I kind of get it. And sleep deprivation and making people hold their hands over their heads for long periods of times and shackled and this and that. And we've heard of electricity being used and that sort of thing. I'd never seen the term rectal feeding. Anybody? No, but anything with rectal in front of it is not fun. Uh, well, I disagree. <laughs> there might be people who would uh, disagree with you. I guess Woody being one of them. Uh, so in your spare time, apparently that was one of the things that was revealed as a technique used by the CIA. Yeah, but that that wasn't a torture device. That was to nourish and hydrate people. Is that what it was? Like I said, because I don't know a whole lot about it. I just saw the term. Yeah. Now, it, that was for people who are going on hunger strikes. They're like, okay, you're not going to eat anything? Fine. We'll, we'll get nutrients into your body one way or another. But here's the thing. I didn't, and please forgive me my ignorance, I didn't know you could do it that way. I didn't know that would work. Why not? Well, <laughs> I don't want to get too in-depth, pardon the pun, but I just don't know what you're putting in there. You know what I'm saying? It's not... I don't it's get it. T-bone. No. See, that's what I mean. It's mashed potatoes it's and obviously, gravy. <laughs> obviously not that. Sometimes a whole turkey. No, that doesn't sound right either. So I, I just don't... Um, I, 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 don't uh, <clears throat> I don't... I don't get how that works. But uh, there it is... Uh, <clears throat> Nonetheless, hey, it's the end of the year, and uh, have we mentioned that that's when everybody tells you what uh, is the best for the year and what's the worst for the year? And <sighs> what's the latest? Compiled lists. Uh, Facebook has put out their top this and top that based on results on Facebook that people have uh, posted, things of that nature. Uh, top athlete, according to Facebook. Anybody? LeBron. LeBron. Look at the big brain on Chelsea. Oh, I was going to go right. like a golfer of some sort, but okay. LeBron James, the most popular athlete, according to Facebook. Top entertainer? Anybody? Uh, Beyonce. Yeah. Chelsea, what are you That's doing an easy this one. morning? That's an easy one. That's an easy one? Yeah. Of all the people that we don't care about that are out there that you know are popular, I don't think it's an easy one. I disagree. Uh, all right, I'm going to get you on this one. Okay. According to Facebook, for the year 2014, the most popular TV show. Oh, Breaking Bad. In your face. Woody? Two and a half men. Two and a half men. Bug flying around over here. No, that's not right. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, the most popular TV show. Now, last week, for real, based on ratings, what was the most popular TV show in this great nation of ours? Yes, football. football. That's right. Nice job, Chels. Sunday Night Football, the Chargers-Patriots game, bringing in over 21 million people to check that out. Uh, Speaking of TV, sit down for this. 
the 18th season finale of South Park is on tonight. Wow. 18th. And those are real years, not how they cram three or four seasons. I think seasons those are real year. years. Think okay. back. Think back for a second as to when you first heard about South Park. It easily could have been almost 20 years ago, right? Woody, how easily. many years ago do you think that was? <laughs> 25. Uh, don't do the math on the fly. Here's a promo, by the way, for tonight's uh, season finale on South Park. Wednesday on Comedy Central, it's an all-new holiday special with appearances by Al Pacino, Iggy Azalea, J.J. Watt, Miley Cyrus, U2, Angelina Jolie, Bill Cosby, and Taylor Swift, a hologram of Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain's hologram, and Michael Jackson's hologram as Peter Pan. I'm flying. With live commentary by Cartman Bra. Dude, check out Lady Gaga singing Christmas songs. Isn't she a Jew? This Wednesday, it's the Washington Redskins Go Yourself Holiday Special. 18 years, honestly, and never been better. If, you, if you're if you not watching it, it, maybe you fell out of favor with it, and you're like, ah, it's not as good as it I'll used to be. I'll be honest, I lost track of it. I don't watch it with any regularity. It, it is biting, cutting-edge comedy on what's happening sometimes this week. It's that is, amazing. That is one of the more impressive things about that show particularly is, is that they, they film and create it so close to the actual air date that they will have yeah. funny, very topical things that maybe just happened a day or two before. And they, they work on the fly like that. Just on that alone, it's an impressive style, the way they do things. And finally, this is going to be big news. Cool beans? Lance Bass's wedding is going to be televised on the E! Channel. Thank God something gay is going to be on the E! Channel. Time. Is he in the band that she likes? Uh, yes. She likes. Yes. Well, she. I knew, yeah, the same one that Justin a, was in. She's a Timberlake fan, yeah. right? The Backdoor Boys. No, the other ones. But that Lance Bass was in that band. Yes, in sync. So oh, in sync. So he's getting a gay married a week from Saturday, and the E Channel is going to film it for a ninety-minute special that will air, and you'll have to wait until February the fifth for this one, Cool Beans. But uh, man, think what this means for your holidays. Now you've got that to look forward to. How fantastic is that? Uh, We've got a round of It Happened in Florida. We'll get to that thing next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So, uh, time for what we call It Happened in Florida. What does that mean? If you're not familiar, uh, simple, Woody and I are going to share three different stories. And all the stories are true. One of these three stories we're going to share with you actually went down in the goofball state of Florida. Kind of the birthplace of everything that goes on odd in this land of ours. And if you can spot the Florida story first at 844-4WW-SHOW, well, that's how you win. Um, I'll start you off with uh, story number one. All right. Story number one is um, somewhat unusual. It's the story of a man who has been uh, witnessed in public emailing the bagpiper. Oh, you know, searching for a Boston market, taking the enchilada sauce to Wichita, whatever euphemism for self-pleasure you prefer, he was caught doing it in public. Now, we like to find things that are a little bit odd, a little bit different for it happen in Florida. And sadly, that in and of itself doesn't always make the cut for being that unusual, a man, you know, doing that out in the open. Now, to add some intrigue to it, uh, he was in his own driveway at his home. And the police arrived, being called by a neighbor, and questioned the man. Hey, excuse me, sir, why is it that you're taking the enchilada sauce to Wichita in your own driveway out in the open? He had a great answer. Anybody want to take a guess? It was cold outside. That doesn't make sense. 
He, w- he was combing his hair. He was combing his hair. That also, makes more sense. Also does not make sense. <laughs> uh, he actually had a tremendous answer for the officers. He said his mother wouldn't allow him to watch porn indoors. Again, this is a full-grown man, by the way, who not only is A, living with his mom, but nice. now B, searching for the Boston market in his own driveway. The question for you is... Is it Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got story number two. You've been fishing before, right, Wilcox? I have been fishing yeah, I mean, before, it, yes. It, uh, what happens, let's say, if you've got a lure on the end of your line and your line snaps? You lose your fish. You Well, you lose your lure, you know, whether or not there was a fish on there. What happens after that? Well, if you're the dude in story number two, you hire a diver to go find your, quote, expensive lure. He was fishing in a lake... And hired a scuba diver to go find his lost lure. I don't know how much the lure cost, but something tells me it's quite a bit cheaper than hiring a scuba diver. He did find the lure, and he also found a digital camera that had been dropped in the lake. Uh, They took the memory card out and put the pictures online. They're hoping to find the owner of the digital camera and give them their pictures back. Was it in Florida where apparently this dude is is in love with one lure that he lost? Well, story number three is not pretty. Uh, this is something that we uh, you're never going to hear anywhere else uh, except on the Woody and Wilcox show. Don't drink and drive. I've never uh, heard that before. We're very serious about that. that it's you know you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill somebody else. The man in story number three. Uh, pulled over. He apparently had swerved across the yellow line, so the cops thankfully were able to pull this guy over uh, and administer the uh, breathalyzer test. And it came back that he had been drinking and was over the limit. Mm. However, in this guy's defense, he did have a tremendous excuse for why he blew over the limit on the breathalyzer. Anybody want to take a stab at that? He just uh, rinsed his mouth with mouthwash. No. Not a bad answer, though. Chelsea. He'd walked into a bar. He walked into a bar and somehow, what, osmosis sucked in the alcohol. Not a horrible answer. I'm surprised you didn't come up with the actual one. He told the officer that he had recently eaten beer-battered fish, and he believed that that's how the alcohol had gotten into his system. You've seen that on menus before, right? Beer-battered fish? That's good. means there's a tiny bit of beer there in the batter that then, of course, all the alcohol... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alcohol gets cooked out of when they throw it in the fryer. No one, I don't think, in the history of the planet has ever had any alcohol in their system from beer-battered fish. By the way, 10th DUI that this man has gotten and still has a license. How is that possible? That can't. That's not. He normal. does have a license, Chelsea. Was it Florida? Is the question for you? Eight four 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 WW show. Adrian's up first to take a shot. Adrian, 
Uh, let's say story number two. Story, story number two. two. Ah. No. Uh, went down in beautiful Arizona, just outside of Mesa, Arizona, is where the dude hired a scuba diver to find his lure. That's a great scuba diver, by the way. He did find it. Uh, Graham, you got a 50-50 shot. What do you think, Graham? I'm about three. Story number three. Oh. No, it is not story number three either. Uh, Del Prairie, Wisconsin is where the 75-year-old man had been enjoying the beer-battered fish. It was his 10th DUI, Chels. Yes, he had a license. All they had done was they lowered what his legal limit is because of all the DUIs. Well, that'll stop him. So because he'd had nine DUIs, they said, well, you know what? Now it's no longer a .08, which is what it is for most folks. It's a .02. So you better watch your ass, mister. What's going on in our country that you can still keep your so license at what, that what point? What state did it go in? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, well, it's the Florida of the Midwest. He blew a .06, and that was over the .02, and uh, so there you have it. Uh, we've got one left. I wonder if Ross can solve it. Well, um, hopefully you're going to get it with number one. Number one. There it is. Your mom tells you you can't look at porn in the house. You're in Stewart, Florida. You go outside of the driveway. That's the way to handle that. Go, 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 Woody and Wilcox show. I'm feeling a little bit conflicted this morning because we've got brand new technology that I'm both excited about and horrifies me at the same time. And the good news is it involves a vending machine. As the resident fat kid here on the Woody and Wilcox show, I keep my finger on the pulse of all things food-related. A vending machine has been released to the market that has facial recognition technology. So as you walk up to it, it's got a little camera on it, scans your face and goes, oh, hey, Wilcox is right here. He likes the munchos. Boom, I'll go ahead and suggest the munchos to him. And it'll remember what you purchase. So it'll be the next time you walk by, hey, sorry, I don't have any munchos this time for you. I've got some flaming Hot Cheetos. And I'm excited about that. But I'm also disappointed in the fact that these could be used in hospitals and could be locked down by doctors where it scans my face and goes, mm-mm, sorry, fatty, we're not going to give you that Snickers bar because the doctor said you're, you're eating too many sugary snacks. And it'll actually refuse to vend to certain people based on its restrictions. You don't like that? I'm confused about why, what would it do for you other than what you just said? Other than allowing a doctor to restrict somebody from something in a specific location? Um, Well, the manufacturers of it say that it's great because it'll be able to greet a user. Like, hi, Wilcox. Hi, Chelsea. It'll automatically throw out your name, thereby creating more sales, you know, it's a friend. It's not just a vending machine. It's like a carnival barker? Like, hey, sort of. Hey, look over here, fatty. Hey, Doritos right here, D7. No, it's just more friendly than uh, the non-face recognition scanning. The usual a-hole ones that hold my Funyuns hostage. Right, that just take your 50 cents and don't actually vend anything. I still don't fully get it. Uh, I mean, the stuff's not free, right? You still have to pay for it. You still have to somehow choose something. It's just more personalized. It knows your taste and can anticipate your needs. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) exactly almost word for word what they're talking about. And if a product is out that you would normally buy, can make a recommendation towards your tastes. 
It stores all the information on a local hard drive right there. It could be connected to the internet to make an interface of a bunch of different vending machines that recognize your face. They're saying that this could cause us to have, hold on to your ass for this, beer vending machines. Because what it would be able to do is recognize the face, you slide in your ID, it registers that you are in fact of legal drinking age, boom, it dispenses the product. Or if you're a kid, sorry, don't recognize the face, doesn't match up with your ID, I'm not vending alcoholic products to you. But I I don't like the fact that it's not going to give me what I want when I give it my money. Well, but now that's only if it's somehow associated with a medical facility or something, right? You're you're not saying doctors will have access to all vending machines and somehow program in who can eat what, right? they're, They're not quite sure how it would work that way, but they are saying, let's say, at a hospital. As you're a patient at a hospital or you're a frequent visitor to a doctor's office that has this vending machine, they could lock it down that way. How many times are you going to visit your doctor and getting flaming hot Cheetos on the way into the room? What, tell me when that happens. Every time I visit the dentist, that's the first thing I do. I just, well, they're saying you could have a vending machine like this at uh, like a workout place, a gym, and then they could, you know, you could request that the management prevent you from uh, acting on your urges. Again, how uh, many gyms have Flaming Hot Cheetos in the vending machine? I, I worked at a gym in high school that had a bar upstairs. So that you explains could go, a lot. You could go work out and then go get a couple of beers or a shot. Well, I think this makes sense, too. Maybe it keeps track of what you're eating, so it could look at you and be like, hey, snack pack, you're putting on too many pounds. Let's maybe lay off the Cheetos and have you know some mixed nuts instead. Right, because that's a healthier choice. There's not like there's celery in there, okay? It's a, it's a vending machine. It's supposed to give you tiny cans of, of sausage like we've got here at the radio station. <laughs> Why can't you think bigger than that? I mean, this could translate to your refrigerator. Think about how great that could be. It could help you, you know, with meal planning for people like me. Like I just, see. Right. It'd be a start for somebody yeah. who then wanted to have this on their own refrigerator that mm-hmm. would prevent them. But I don't know how that would work either. Other, It would just prevent you from getting into the refrigerator. Right. It would just kind of give you options for lunch or a snack or something. Like, hey, what well, do you want of these things? All right, would, now I'm going to dispense it. It would lock the door and prevent you from actually getting something when you look like somebody like me. I okay, wonder uh, if it, we it, could put that on the door to the studio. <laughs> prevent Woody from getting in? That's it. Okay. Now you've hit it on the head, Charles. We may have found the best application for this technology you know what i've done a 180 well done woody the woody and wilcox show chelsea i got a question for you true or false uh you're a subscriber to cosmopolitan magazine false but you do read it from time to time right <laughs> no true or false you subscribe to cosmo magazine <laughs> uh, this, i just remember i think i thought it was in the summertime that you had brought in a couple of different cosmos and the weird things that cosmo sort of throws out there as advice to young ladies around the world. What are you getting at, Woody? Well, uh, they've done it again. Uh, They have uh, released some information to what I'm guessing is the young ladies that are headed towards the corporate holiday party that happens usually this time of year. By the way, ours is tomorrow. Did you get that email? Uh, Yeah. And raise your hand if you're going. That's what I thought. Well, no, I would go. I mean, tomorrow happens to be a very busy day, so I don't know that I'll be able to make it out. Right. Uh, would you like to hear some of the advice that Cosmo is giving 
as far as holiday parties are concerned, because as we know, there are certain bastions of truth in America, and Cosmo Magazine is one of those pillars, bastions of truth. Wow, pillars and bastions were used in the same sentence. Holy cow. Look it up. I'll give you time to go to the OED and find those. Used to be the name of our show. Good morning, everybody. Pillars and bastions on the radio. Uh, they recommend that the young ladies um, take the enchilada sauce to Wichita right before the corporate holiday party. What? In the elevator there? Uh, well, they say how, maybe maybe really, the your elevator place? was the first thing that came to your mind. <laughs> I'm huh, just Charles? thinking, like, how soon? Like... Immediately in the elevator. <laughs> I don't think he said anything about an elevator. No, no. I'm just thinking, like, right right before you get to the party. Not right before, but perhaps just before leaving to go to your office holiday party. Uh, <laughs> they had a psychotherapist on, and her strategy for eliminating one of the big mistakes that happens. At office holiday parties was to, uh, ladies, to, to manhandle yourself beforehand. They The advice, they say, uh, is pretty simple. If you take care of yourself beforehand, it calms your loins down and helps you make a more rational decision on whether or not to get it on with a coworker at the office no. holiday party. Nope. Nope. Quoting directly. That's the same advice that uh, Chris Elliott gave to uh, Ben Stiller in Something About Mary. <laughs> yes. Right? That's right. You, you gotta flog the dolphin before every big date, right? You've got to clean the pipe. Oh, my God. He's going out with a loaded gun. No wonder you got the baby batter on the brain. Right. Sorry. One, of my, favorite, li- one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> That's a little bit different, though, because it's a guy. I would think. And a date. I'm just thinking that... You know what causes bad decisions at holiday parties? Tequila. Now, if you email the bagpiper ahead of time, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. If you're still drinking too much tequila, you can lead to the same thing. I'm going to go with Chelsea on that one. I'm not an expert on women's health and hygiene, but I think she's probably on the money with that. So uh, you, you're calling Cosmo Magazine? <laughs> well, I'm saying that it's not question, like... Wait, wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. What I hear you saying is... <laughs> One of the foundations of this country, Cosmo, may be giving some bad advice. I, I don't know if it's bad. Maybe just not complete. I think they've left some things out is all I'm saying. Anything else life-changing on that list, Woody? No. I mean, that was their sole thing. They were like, look, if, you're th- if you've got a thing for a coworker <laughs> and you were thinking about using the holiday party as an excuse mm-hmm. to take it to the next level. Uh-huh. Maybe go ahead and flick the bean a little bit beforehand and take care of it. And then that way you won't make the mistake of a lifetime. I'm paraphrasing what they said. I'm, I don't think there was any, any bean flicking. Chelsea, I don't read a ton of uh, women's magazines, as far as you know. Uh, are there a lot of them that, that tell women that they should take the enchilada sauce to Wichita? That seems um, unusual to me. No, I feel like it's encouraged. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have to start. Which ones? <laughs> is that Red Book? Uh, All of them. Family Circle? I don't know what we're Not talking about. Jesus. Re- How reader, old are you? Reader's Digest. Oh. I don't remember what. Uh... Good housekeeping. <laughs> Which ones are we talking about today? Yeah, it is encouraged as a healthy activity for female health. Uh huh. But not necessarily. Uh, Advice to do it before a party or a big interview. (laughs) 
this month's oh, red bun. Oh, oh, you know you what I'm talking about. about. Oh, how to choose the cucumber that's right for you. What's that? The Lane Bryant catalog, you say? <laughs> Why would they be giving that advice? Did you say that out loud? That's just in your head. Oh, you know? it is. That is. Yes, it is. Okay. What is that? I'm going to have to do some more research on this. Thank you, Woody. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, if you can do it now, go ahead. If not, uh, do it later. I direct you to the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page or uh, Twitter, if you're not following along on Twitter. At Woody and Wilcox is the way that you can do that. I've posted a photo of an ad from, in this case, it's from the Charlotte Observer newspaper. And I'll try to describe it for you. It doesn't take too much. Um, it caught my eye because it's a large man in a Santa hat. There's a photo. And then there's a headline and a fairly lengthy blurb beneath it. And it's an ad that was in the sports section of the newspaper. And right next to the dude wearing a lab coat and a Santa hat, the headline reads, and I'm quoting, Dr. Santa Hansen wants to solve your ED and give 300 children of the Carolinas a present on Christmas morning. End quote. That's fantastic. And horrible at the same time. Now... My hat's off to you, Santa or otherwise. Those are admirable goals. Curing my erectile dysfunction would be fantastic. And providing a Christmas for hundreds of children, also fantastic. But I also, I tend to wonder whether you want to put those two things in the same sentence right next to each other. Because it may just be me jumping to conclusions, But I feel like he's indicating that once he cures your erectile dysfunction, you're going to be able to give the present of a lifetime to 300 kids. And I feel like that's not the message probably that anybody wants to send. And I'm sure that's not what he intended to send. Right. But that's immediately where I went with this. I think you're correct in the assumption that there there should be some punctuation there. I don't even think they should be in the same sentence. Just shouldn't be in the same sentence. Again, Dr. Santa Hansen wants to solve your ED and give 300 children of the Carolinas a present on Christmas morning. (laughs) Um... Because if he didn't solve your ED, you wouldn't be able to give the kids a present. It just wouldn't work. Apparently is the conclusion to be drawn. So your sentence ends at ED, and and he could add a second sentence, and in doing so, you can help 300 children. that's still no good. That still indicates that by solving your ED, you now can give children Christmas. And that's not, A, what any kid wants for Christmas. I don't need to tell you that. Nobody, nobody wants to, them to solve my ED for I Christmas? I searched back through my memories from earliest childhood, and never did I think, man, if only my somebody in my life was more erect, I'd have a better <laughs> Christmas. That's never been something that's crossed my mind. And I know you'll say, oh, boo, no. No, it hasn't. I'm going to call BS on that I know you are, but it's it's Uh, not. So... We'll have to work on this, maybe? Um, you know what? I, it's Throw one, some ideas? This one pops up a lot. I see this in the paper all the time. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> that was no pun intended with the pop-up thing. I mean, the Santa hat on the man alone makes me want to shy away from the ED treatment. That kind of creeps me out. I, yeah, I think... Th- I, 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 I appreciate his attempt at... Um, 
festiveness, right? Hey, it's, it's a, you know, the holidays put on a Santa hat. But I also feel like because of what he does as a doctor, it should I, be I a want different a little hat. bit more... <laughs> A little bit more professionalism, I guess. I don't know. Something that's not, hey, I got mistletoe. You know, I just imagine there's too much there that I can't wrap my head around. What what type of hat would you like to see? <laughs> I guess, honestly, I don't want my doctor wearing a hat. You don't? I don't think so. I'd never really given that any thought. The hat, though, I believe is secondary, really, to the headline. And uh, do yourself a favor, because I think the photo of the doc does sort of Help it along, and uh, you can be the judge. Maybe I'm off base on this. Give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Would you allow this doctor in your crotchal region? (laughs) The Woody and Wilcox Facebook page is there for you, or uh, at Woody and Wilcox there on Twitter. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, Just a second ago, we were talking about an interesting uh, ad in the uh, newspaper that uh, I'd found uh, from an apparent erectile dysfunction doctor who uh, posted an ad. And if you missed this, the quote was, and it's up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. We also tweeted it out at Woody and Wilcox, the way you can follow there on Twitter. The, uh, The headline of the ad says, and I'm quoting, Dr. Santa Hansen wants to solve your ED and give 300 children of the Carolinas a present on Christmas morning. It then also features him uh, wearing a Santa hat that I believe is like superimposed on top of his head, sort of photoshopped on there, which is an interesting look. Right. I can't thank those of you enough who have contributed on Facebook and on Twitter your thoughts on uh, this particular advertisement, including, of course, those who were immediate with the Woody's mom comments. Those Stop. are always those are always fantastic. It's the holiday life. season. Uh, Megan, who says that seems wrong on so many levels. Amanda, who says no, just no, so wrong. Uh, I appreciate Alden, who says what in the actual F? <laughs> And James, who has a great question that I didn't even think of this angle, James says, how did the kids even get erectile dysfunction? What kind of parenting is going on there? Well, it's a problem in America. I mean, you watch football, right? Although Jessica uh, seems to think that maybe there's something to this. Perhaps what he means is he's going to give 300 children a sibling for Christmas. In other words, cure the erectile dysfunction. And then, pow, dad can now create another child to be your sibling. So maybe there's the sort of convoluted wow, and yet uh, fantastical they, tie-in. They get to see that Christmas morning. That's what they wake up to. Mom dad, and dad. Dad, close your robe. Jesus. That seems less likely, Chelsea, but although that is it, what I took away from it. Obviously, that's why I posted it. I, th- I like the positive aspect that Brandon tweeted at us. You can always tweet at us, at Woody and Wilcox. Santa is coming to fix my slouching Julio Iglesias. <laughs> That's that's the right way mm-hmm. to really really put a positive spin on something like this. Thanks to Christopher for making sure that we stay on top of things. He tweeted, these are two occasions where we should have already heard the Chelsea saying, this thing's ready to explode, baby. This thing's going to explode, baby. So thank you for making sure that we're on top of the sound effects as well. That's what she said? All right, Chelsea. When I think about you, I touch myself. All right, that's plenty. Uh, you can see the uh, ad in question on the uh, Woody and Wilcox Facebook page or uh, on Twitter at Woody and Wilcox is the way that you can find it. 
The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, I uh, I promise I'll uh, let this drop, pun intended, in, in a second. But uh, I I want you to. You are hung up on this, doctor. Well, I think it needs uh, some further further probing. And uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, photo up on the uh, Woody and Wilcox Facebook page, and uh, also on Twitter at Woody and Wilcox is the way you can find it. It's an ad, uh, and in this case, it's from the uh, Charlotte Observer, the newspaper, and um, it's a dude who apparently is in a erectile dysfunction doctor and badly wants to cure your problems. And uh, the headline reads, Dr. Santa Hansen wants to solve your ED and give 300 children of the Carolinas a present on Christmas morning. <laughs> now, it caught my eye because of that headline. Uh, also because there's a, uh, uh, a photoshopped Santa hat on his head because there's a photo of the doctor right next to the headline. And then it's one of these sort of fifth of a page ads in Big the paper. Ad. It's not just a, you know three lines or something. There's a series of questions and answers and that sort of thing. And Tim, my hat is off to you because somehow in all the hubbub around this photo and the headline, I didn't read all the way through the ad. And Tim has pointed out... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now that down lower, it says, and I'm quoting in this ad in the paper, if you don't see results in the office, you owe me nothing. That's my guarantee to you. Um, uh... Now, remembering that this is an erectile dysfunction doctor... Let that roll around in your head for a second as to what he's saying right there. If you don't see results in my office, your visit is free. Hmm. He's solving erectile dysfunction. Now, Tim raised a great question. Will he be wearing the hat on the visit? And if so, I don't care how good his treatments are. I won't be able to get an erection. (laughs) I just, I, uh, but could are be you the sure? opposite for, for some people. Are you sure? <laughs> I guess if you had a, a fetish of some sort, then maybe that would help. But I think for most folks, probably not. <laughs> well, he has a 92% success rate on the first visit, so... I feel uncomfortable with that, honestly. So does Wilcox, well, with by part. the way. <laughs> Why? You don't want to do... It's a doctor's I, office. I guess, it should be a safe space. I guess I always imagined, and, you know, look, I'm not making light of those of you that suffer from this affliction. I uh, I haven't had to go through it yet. Yet. You're about three days away from it. Um, But I can't imagine... I always assume that when you go to that sort of doctor, he's whatever is medicine. I don't know exactly what's involved. And then, you know... The next day, you start to see results, and maybe a week later, you feel like, you know what? I'm a new man again. It never occurred to me that on your doctor visit, you'd be uh, you'd do a 180 or whatever it. angle you want to put on it. I always assumed that's what it was. Right there in the office? Yeah. He like, would, would holy like... cow, it worked. And the doctor points at your junk and goes, ta-da! Yes. Like, I never imagined that's the way that played out. I figured he made you stretch in one way, like popped your arm over your head, and then touched some kind of pressure point, and boing, and then up it came.
You need some work on the male anatomy. So I'm going to say that, I, I thought, I, you know, Wilcox had no idea about anatomy. <laughs> I think it's more likely that, that you're sort of like uh, a magician, right? He, he holds a There's little... There's a dove and a red <laughs> he's, he's got a, He's got a cloth in front of it. And then he's like, up, up. And then the cloth goes flying off, and there you are. You th- you thought my version of how things went is it's more ridiculous about than as that? Good, right. You think there's a magic spot he's touching on your body that's Like a making... pressure point. Yeah, you've heard of stuff like that, right? That make things go boing? Yes. By the Somebody way, back me up on this. And I may be taking it out of context, but in part of the ad, it does say, this Christmas season, give a child a memory of a lifetime. And that, again, should not be in your ED ad. And that's just my humble opinion. I'm not an expert on this. I'm sure he's doing very well. And I'm sure, by the way, he's a tremendous doctor. Hell, if he can make that happen in the office, uh, kudos. My hat's off to you. Uh, But, again, it seems like an odd, uh, I'm going to use the word, juxtapositioning. Uh, Luke says it's either a suppository placed in one particular area. I think we know where suppositories go. Uh, well, he, he poorly spells the uh, word urethra. Or oh. uh, a shot into the side of, oh. of the Julio Iglesias. No! Is that what they do? I A shot in anything will bring it back to life, right? I, I disagree. <laughs> not, you may not be familiar with that part of the body. A, a painful stabbing in that area would not bring it back to life. Well, if it's a blood flow issue, I don't like to have this conversation with you two. I just decided it's probably it's probably enough. I gotta, um, then you got a hole in the side, and it's sort of squirting out. All right, you know what? Really? Why do you have to ruin it, everything, Woody? This why is, is why it? we can't have nice things. <laughs> she has a good point. It's nuts. She has I'm a good point. I'm just thinking things through. No, I don't think you are. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. It's a fact that we live in the greatest country in the world. And I can prove it to you because you can file a lawsuit over anything. I want to I wanna pick your brain about this, Wilcox, and get your feelings on it. As a guy who grew up playing sports, you ever have a, uh, a ref during a basketball game blow a call or actually blow the game for you? <laughs> no, never. No, no, I mean, but blow the game for you. Blow the game, blow the game for Can me. Can we use different terminology? Did, did I ever have a referee make a call that ruined a game? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I did. I mean, I, I don't have one that comes immediately to mind. But The, the reason I bring it up, and uh, Chelsea, is there referees in baton twirling where they throw a flag at you for when you were growing up uh, that would have ruined something for your baton twirling? I'm going to pretend you're not speaking. Uh, I bring it up because... The state playoffs for football in Oklahoma are being delayed uh, because there's a lawsuit between two schools. Follow me, if you will. Uh, There was a guy who caught a pass, ran for a touchdown. And as he's running for the touchdown, one of the coaches is running behind him and accidentally runs partially onto the field and bumps into the ref. The ref had already warned him one time about it, dropped the flag, should have been a five-yard penalty, but instead... They call the touchdown back. That team ends up losing the game because it was 60 seconds left in the game. So they have filed a lawsuit to replay the final 60 seconds. Or what they're really asking for is you can't just play 60 seconds of a football game. We want a rematch on the entire game. We want a do-over 
and the judge is going to decide sometime this week whether or not an official's mistake should cause an entire game to be replayed and a new outcome. Do we live in the greatest country or what? Mm, I would say no, we don't, if that's your basis for saying we live in the greatest country. I, do, I mean, I don't think it should, should it be happen? replayed. No. Why? I, I disagree. Think about juries. What if you have one person that's somehow compromising the jury? You have to go and have a whole new trial. Because of that one person, right? Not necessarily. I mean, in a civil case like this would be where there's nobody going to jail, you know, you you don't have to have a total consensus of the jury. It just has to be the majority of it. But we're talking about a high school football game where there was a call made at the end of a game that affected the outcome. Right. But you're right. How many times has that happened over the course of history? A ton. I think you'd be opening a huge... Pandora's box? Yes. That, yes, is what you'd be opening. You'd be opening a slippery slope to mix metaphors. I don't think you do it. It's sad for the team that lost if that's the only reason they lost. But at the same time, that's the lesson that you learned. That's one of those lessons, right, that sports teaches. Wilcox does make a point, too, because, you know, even if they had 40 minutes left or whatever and still lost the game, afterwards they could go back and be like, we want to replay the whole thing because of that penalty, there, that missed call back in the first quarter. So you're thinking that they could be able to trace it back to a bad call, even if it was in the first quarter, to explain why they lost yes, the game? Yes, people would try to do well, that. Well, somebody would try to do it. I yeah. don't think you could legitimately no. do it. Why do we have instant replay then? If we're going to allow uh, a referee's mistake to happen in this case, why have instant replay, let's say, when there are hundreds of millions of dollars on the line in the case of professional sports? Because even baseball now has instant replay to make sure that the ref gets it right. Well, two things. First of all, they don't have instant replay, so it can't be applied in this case. Second of all, there are some things you can challenge with instant replay and some things you can't. My guess is if this had happened in an NFL game, this wouldn't be a challengeable call anyway. The ref made a call on the coach. I don't think they're going to go back to the tape and go, you know what, I I shouldn't have made that call on the coach. No, no, no. They're not disputing whether or not there should have been a penalty. They're like, fine, throw the penalty, but the you, you called it wrong as far as taking the touchdown away. You were supposed to issue a five-yard penalty five-yard penalty on the, uh, the, the kickoff or the point after touchdown. Well, if the penalty that he gave out was not by rule allowed... And it's not. Well, then that's a different story. That's not just going back and reassessing a call. If he made a blatant call that was not supposed to be penalized a certain way... Then maybe there's some grounds for something. I don't know how you handle That's it. More black and white, I would say. You think and so? Would you go back and play the entire game over again, or do you just give them those final sixty seconds and line up the teams like they were before that play, and say, "Here's your sixty seconds to try and win it." Well, you can't recreate those sixty seconds. It's a different different conditions for people. I still don't think you everything. do it. I still don't think you do it. You just put an asterisk by their name. Don't they have that in some kind of record books nowadays? Yeah, but that doesn't uh, it doesn't make things better for the kids who lost. Yeah, I understand, but you know, sometimes you lose in life. Yeah. One of these two teams in Oklahoma is going to the finals 
the judge will decide later this week whether or not. And, and it's I don't know how to fall on it because I see it both ways. I see it as a kid who has played a game where the ref blew it and we ended up losing the game and not going to the playoffs because of it. And I was pissed. Of course. Right. But is this affecting any one child's future specifically? Everybody still has their scholarships, their, this is their colleges school. lined well, up. If if that somehow, you know, somebody was supposed to see somebody play or it really impacted the rest of their life, then maybe. But otherwise, they'll just be sad and they'll learn how to live with it, right? It's part of the reason I am the person I am today is because I lost that game. Do you wish that on any child? Oh, God, no. Then let's do whatever the opposite of that is. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for seeing my side of the story. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, Chelsea, I'm going to need your permission to mention something that we were just talking about off the air. The uh, nickname thing? Say hey, no. That's, yes, Say that's no. fine. Are we all right with that? Yeah, that's fine. I have nothing to hide. Okay, I'm going to start out throwing it out this way. Uh, <clears throat> be, be you man or woman listening to the Woody and Wilcox Show right now, do you have or does someone have for you an odd, funny, or interesting nickname? Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. would love for you to share those because I just found out behind the scenes <laughs> that Scott, Chelsea's husband, calls her Buffet Buster. <laughs> Which I assumed would not be a term necessarily of endearment for one's husband or wife, but maybe I'm not familiar with all the sort of uh, misunderstood meaning behind the term buffet buster for your wife. That's that's a horrible nickname. <laughs> it's not all the time. It's reserved for special occasions. Well, maybe explain uh, what does that mean? It means somebody who's fat. <laughs> well, it's, well it's, it's usually when I'm eating a lot or very quickly. And I guess most people would be offended by that. Yeah, because it's an insult, Chelsea. No, it's more of like like I said. I I guess I would be offended if you know it was a new term because I still got some baby weight I'm carrying around. But he's always called me buffet buster, even before the twenty extra pounds, before we were married. All of oh, that. before you were married. I yeah, because I was going to ask you that. Whether it was something within the last little while or... So. What are you saying, Wilcox? No, it's always been there. It's Because it seems unlikely that somebody who wasn't... I don't know. It seems like only a married person would call. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you no. can't get away with that when you're still dating, I don't think. Let me ask you this. The first time he drops that as a nickname and he calls you Buffet Buster... <laughs> I thought it Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Hey, <laughs> hey, Buffet Buster, can you pass the salt? <laughs> That's not where you go, are you talking to me? I thought it was funny. And also, you guys know Scott and his eating habits. We've shared some of those. He can't really say much in that arena, if you know what I mean. He once ate 17 snack packs in an evening. Which, that's also a name, by the way, Snack Pack. He'll call me that from time to time. Oh, he will? Yes. Is that because he wants to eat you? <laughs> All right. You know what? Again, Woody. <laughs> Stupid. What? I mean, it's a legitimate question. No, this is how it comes up. Like, you guys know I like food and I like to eat. So, you know, we don't have to be at a buffet for it to come up. But say maybe I'm eating a lot. He's like, hey, slow down there, buffet buster. Or watch it there. You might lose a finger, Snack Pack. <laughs> <laughs> or hey, save some for the kid lunchbox. You know, something like that. What? 
<laughs> well, there's a third. Yes. Okay. I didn't realize there were so many sort of food and weight-related nicknames. 844-4WW-SHOW. Let's talk to uh, Kristen. Kristen, what's going on? Uh, hey, my um, my boyfriend and I call each other Watson. <laughs> you call each That's other fun. you call each other Watson? Yeah, because from Sherlock Holmes and Watson, because it started we were playing a video game, and he said that Watson was stupid, and like Sherlock Holmes was better, and so he calls me Watson, and I call him Watson because I think I'm smarter than he is, and he thinks he's smarter than I am. <laughs> You guys are both Watson, that's for sure. <laughs> I see it. I see it now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I get it. I, I like that, Kristen. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate the call. 844 4 Again, I, I think that's that's one of those things where I often think of a nickname as being something, especially in a relationship. Mm-hmm. As being something a little bit more loving than calling somebody stupid or eating a lot. Well, it'd be different if I were actually an obese person. I think, you know, buffet buster could just mean you eat a lot. It doesn't necessarily mean that you weigh a lot, first of all, right? It just means that you go into a buffet and you ruin that thing. (laughs) But there are people who, you know, have a hollow leg or whatever. You're right. They've got your picture up at Golden Corral with a little line through it that says, do not allow. You legitimately are a buffet buster, right? You are banned, but it's not because, you know, you weigh 800 pounds. It's just because you do damage. Maybe that's it. Yes, I do damage on the buffet. So snack pack and lunchbox, those are also terms of endearment? Once destroyed the chocolate wonderfall at the Golden Corral, just because. Not not that she's horribly overweight, it's not that. Uh, Yeah. Do you want to try one more on the phones? Or did Kristen sort of turn you off from that? Uh, Tabitha, good morning. You're on with Woody and Wilcox. Hi. um, I have a friend that calls me Bookmark. And why, why the nickname Bookmark? Uh, well, because my name is Tabitha, and people often shorten it to Tab or Tab, and I hate that. And so he tried to come up with an interesting new nickname. He thought, well, a bookmark is a tab that you put in a book to hold your place, so I'll just call her Bookmark. And he started calling me that, and it stuck. And it's actually my favorite nickname. So now, but this isn't not your, this is not your husband, this is not your boyfriend. No, just a friend. Or maybe that- someday will be. Wink. Maybe, but I doubt it. Because he's gay? I I, no, no, he's just not interested. All right. Why would you throw so, out because he's gay? Why would, why would you even throw that out Because all Tabithas are hot, and if she's interested, then he should jump on that, Bookmark. <laughs> all right, Bookmark, thanks for the call. Uh-huh. I'll see you. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking more, uh, wait, I want to hear Jody on one. I think maybe this is more down the line of what I'm thinking for. Jody? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's your thoughts, ma'am? Uh, a friend of mine from work decided to start calling me Baby Huey. I used to shave my head and apparently reminded him of it. <laughs> well, now, see. And, uh, yeah, go ahead, Jody. Uh, you know, I can't think nothing of it. <laughs> but my wife came to work. She brought me my lunch one day, and she, you know, she heard him, overheard him call me Baby Huey, so now it's. Stuck. Uh, ah, okay. So the wife now is calling you Baby Huey as well. Who's Baby Everybody, Huey? Everybody. My own. My whole entire church calls me Baby Huey. <laughs> my own pastor. Ah. 
my own pastor called me Baby Huey before he even knew my real name. <laughs> well, that's strange. That's uh... oh yeah. It's... Well, now that that's... is fun. Yeah, that same that same coworker. He he went. You know, we went to church with him, and uh, this was God knows how long ago, and. Uh, he kept calling me Baby Huey, Baby Huey, so the pastor says, well, we'd like to welcome Baby Huey and his family. <laughs> I, I feel for you, Jody. <laughs> I looked at Baby Huey, and there's a fat guy with an afro and an animated duck. Yeah, I think it's the duck that oh, okay. we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a huge, it's a huge baby duck, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby Huey, we uh, we appreciate the call. No, no, I'm going to call you Jody. Thank you, Jody. All right. Uh, your calls are welcome at 844-4WW-SHOW. Uh, that's 844-4WW-SHOW. Specifically spouse and or significant other, their nickname. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Well, it's a big day on the Woody and Wilcox Show. We uh, found out behind the scenes that uh, Chelsea's husband, Scott, calls her Buffet Buster. <laughs> That's a nickname. And, and she's then, okay with it. Well, yeah, uh, seems to be in a playful nature that she doesn't have any uh, any any problems with. Uh, then we found out that he also calls her Snack Pack and Lunchbox. Uh, so what it uh, led us down to was uh, odd nicknames that uh, maybe you and your significant other have. We appreciated hearing, from, I can't remember his name, but his wife calls him Baby Huey. Mm. So much that literally Jody. every person Jody knows calls him Baby Huey, including his pastor, who highlighted him in church one day as Baby Huey. <laughs> 844-4WW-SHOW is the uh, way that you can get through to share a, a nickname for you and your significant other that's odd. Uh, on the Facebook page, uh, tip of the cap to Lee, who says, I call my wife the Wookiee murderer when she shaves her lady bits in the bath and leaves all the fur behind. Oh. 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 <laughs> that's, um, <clears throat> unfortunately... Thank you. Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW. Oliver on the line with Woody and Wilcox. Good morning, Oliver. What's your story? Well, my name is Oliver, obviously, and my nickname is Ollie. always has been when I grew up. And uh, for some odd reason, my wife has taken to calling me Lollipop. And I will let your mind wander as to why that is. You suck. <laughs> uh, well, no, I was suck. thinking more towards the action that she performs. But oh, uh, I, I, that. I, she, she sucks. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. I got it. Yeah, I'm not very good at this. Is her nickname vacuum cleaner? <laughs> uh, no, I call her the Hoover. <laughs> mm, Herbert Hoover. Nice. Right. Looks like the dam. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She's big and blocky. And holds a lot of water. <laughs> You can find her near Vegas. <laughs> can never have too many jokes about a dam. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, if I was to throw out a video game title, would you guys recognize the uh, the Grand Theft Auto series? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Would I recognize the name? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what it is, Wilcox? Because yeah, I sort of picture you as the old lady on the show. <laughs> Here we go. And whenever I bring up a video game, I'm afraid you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to embrace my old lady qualities. Uh, I'm embracing them right now, as a matter of fact. You can't see me because it's under the desk. Uh-huh. Um, your goulash? I know the name, but I've never played it, if that's what you're getting at. Right. They race cars. They like beat up hookers. They commit crimes. Right. It's a, uh, thank you, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, my, my point is it's a, it's a. That's the title. Graphic, violent, yeah, Grand Theft Auto, and you accrue money and point, or, uh, um, points and all kinds of th- different things like that for doing various acts. And it's, it's for adults. It's an adult-styled R-rated video game. Um, the, the good folks at Target decided, eh, maybe it's one of those games that we don't want to sell at our store. And naturally, somebody had a problem with this, specifically online gamers, where they started up an online petition that now has 50,000 signatures for Target to remove the Holy Bible from its stores. See, what happened was somebody started a, a petition at petition.org to make Target pull the new Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 5, from their shelves. And they're like, okay, we sort of see that. We'll do that. Boom. Immediate backlash from the gaming society. Well, if you're going to do that, why don't you pull the Holy Bible from your shelves? Yeah, everybody signed this petition. And they got it up to 50,000 before Target tweeted at them, we don't actually sell the Bible at Target. So, mission accomplished. (laughs) Oh. To which everybody in their, you know, online fake rage was like, maybe we should have done our research just a little bit. I don't understand why they would be so upset that Target pulled the video game off their shelves. They can still get it other places, right? Yes. Like I I'm, think they take it as a slap in the face, probably, right? Right. How dare you say that our game is, you know, corrupting cost- society and ruining children and that sort of thing. It's a principal thing, right? But, I mean, it seems like a lot of effort and energy taken away from more valuable Right, like game playing play. Game Theft Auto. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How dare they take a few minutes out of their life to digitally sign I, a you, petition you, you when they should the, be killing hookers. Right. You live in the world, right, Chelsea? Online... Uh, anger is what drives the internet. Fake anger about things that you really can't change. Nor do they really matter in the grand scheme of things. As long as you can click and sign an online petition and you feel better about yourself and your rage, everything's okay. Well, and by the way, there's an assumption for some reason that the Bible is like the opposite or the counterpiece to Grand Theft Auto, which also doesn't make sense. I'm sure there are plenty of Grand Theft Auto players who enjoy the Lord and all he has to offer. So just that alone doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, their argument was this. They're saying that this video game causes violence against a group of people. And they were saying, well, guess what? The Bible has caused a large amount of violence against a certain group of people. That was their argument. So why are you selling that Uh if you're not going to sell Grand Theft Auto V? Right. Well, you've described the internet in a nutshell. Right. <laughs> People I mean, arguing think about, about all the something. things that, that Target does sell that have caused violence to large groups of people. Yeah. One Direction items. Right. Back- Beanie Babies. <laughs>
cool beans, cool beans nearly I, killed a woman over a Justin Timberlake T-shirt. I know. Right. So there's a lot of things that cause violence at Target. We did, really need to keep things in perspective. Did you say jorts <laughs> caused violence? Chelsea nearly slit somebody's throat over a bag of cheese puffs. Right, snack pack? <laughs> you feel better? You feel better by yourself? All right, all right settle down, lunchbox. That's what, that's what I do. I belittle people to make myself feel better, Chelsea. You understand how that works. So congratulations to all who are enraged online. So I should take Bible and Grand Theft Auto off my Target shopping list today? Because that's where I was going right after the show. Yes. Damn it. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right. It's uh, time to do what we like to call It Happened in Florida. We've got three stories to share with you. All of them are true. One of them went down in the troubled state of Florida, and you have to spot that story. 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. Uh, Let's see. Woody will start you off with story number one. Sure, I can do story number one. Uh, It involves a hunting accident, sadly. A hunter accidentally shot a man that he thought was a deer. Uh, Occasionally we'll hear this, right? you got a couple of hunters in the woods and... One of them's wearing antlers, apparently, and it's like, bang! Oh, my gosh, I shot a guy. One of them's wearing antlers? I I don't know how it happens so often, but every hunting season, this one's a little bit different. A dude was hunting in the woods and took a shot at what he thought was a deer. Uh, Turns out it was a man in a canoe who was paddling across a lake. About a nickel for every time I've seen a deer in a canoe. <laughs> That's, uh, That's a it, euphemism for something, and if you're not using it, you should start now. Is it the deer in the canoe, or is it your eyesight is so bad that you thought a dude in a canoe was actually a deer? And why do you have a high-powered rifle in that situation? The question for you is, is it in Florida where he thought a dude in a canoe was a deer? Unfortunately, because of the state of our country these days, talking about a high-speed chase isn't necessarily something that would even merit it being on an episode of It Happened in Florida. Mm. However, when you talk about an hour-and-a-half chase where the police were chasing a dude in a front-end loader, now I think we've got the makings of a decent It Happened in Florida story. And that's what happened in story number two. A dude decided he needed one of those uh, 20-ton front-end loaders from a construction site. One of those big old things where the tire's bigger than you are. Wow. And has a top speed of 25 miles an hour. Kudos to the police force who spent an hour and a half chasing down a vehicle that won't go faster than 25 miles an hour. And finally, we're able to pull that thing to a conclusion in a tidy 90 minutes. Was it Florida is the question for you at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final story right here. Third and final story has a happy ending. I will give you that. But don't you hate it when you wake up in the morning and you find a sheep in a horrible holiday sweater on your front uh, steps? Define hate it. Uh, oh, my God, honey, who put a sheep in a horrible holiday sweater on our front steps? I didn't. Uh, that's exactly what the man in story number three asked his wife. They took it to a local humane society. They did not remove the sweater for fear that people would not be able to identify the sheep without it on. Uh, and so what happened was we have now have a reunion between the owner uh, and the sheep, uh, and apparently this is a thing. The the sheep is uh, 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 apparently a a pet that got off his leash, 
He was wearing the holiday sweater to be in the, quote, festive mood and then ran away. Apparently, this is a thing to dress up your livestock in this particular part of the country. I'm trying to jump around so that we don't reveal too much. Nikki is up first. Uh, All three stories are true. Was it in Florida? Which one went down in Florida? I'm going to go with story number two, guys. Story number two. Yeah. Good you. St. Petersburg, Florida is where the cops there chased around a 20-ton vehicle going 25 miles an hour for an hour and a half. It's not like you can just, like, park your car in front of it, right? It'll just roll (laughs) over it. (laughs) Well, they uh, finally were able to stop it. It ran out of fuel. Mm -hmm. That's how that plays out. Uh, The dude confused a man in a canoe for a deer, Burl Township, Pennsylvania, and apparently it's festive in Omaha, Nebraska, to dress up your sheep in horrible holiday sweaters and let them run around town. Shocking that he would run away after that fiasco. Mm -hmm. Nikki, nice job. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Yesterday, and we played some audio because it was fantastic audio, of Joaquin enjoying uh, Letterman's company and then explaining... Uh, what he did uh, on a trip to visit his yoga instructor. And here was just a small sample if you missed that yesterday. He gets a strap, right? <laughs> and puts it, it put, they put it around here, it goes over your shoulder. And she, she pulls me up like this, right? So my like Julio Iglesias is up next to her goulash and she's thrusting, she's, she's pulling, she's thrusting me in. And I go, oh, stop, stop, my back, my back pain. She goes, no, it's emotional back pain. Yeah. That's right. I do remember we were talking about it. Goulash. And she's... Because he referred to his area as Julio Iglesias and her area as the goulash. Right. And I forget, what was the name of the actual yoga move that he said they were doing? Harnessing of the hog. The harnessing of the hog. Well, we had some fun with that. And then at the end, he said, you know what, Dave? I I asked her to marry me, my yoga instructor, after putting my uh, Julio Iglesias next to her goulash and the harnessing of the hog. She said yes, and we're actually uh, going to tie the knot. And everybody applauds like you do when you hear somebody's getting married. So then he was on uh, Good Morning America, Joaquin uh, Phoenix was, yesterday, and the conversation went like this. Now, you always have some fun with this whole idea of promoting movies and celebrity, and we're all watching Letterman last night, and I guess I have to ask you, are congratulations really in order? Are you actually engaged? No. <laughs> but you did, so you did it to him again? So. Well, no, no, no. Um, it's just... I mean, I think, like, my life's so boring, and so it seemed like it was something exciting to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, I just want the audience to like me, and they really like people that are getting married. So I just, I thought I'd say I was getting married. So you're going to bum out our audience here on GMA and tell them you're not getting married. Yet. I'm getting engaged again, if you'd like. <laughs> so He's right. Right? It's a, it's a universal signal for applause when you tell somebody you're getting married. So why not every time you go on a talk show... Tell them that you're getting married. It really is instant likability. Makes you seem less creepy because then the ladies know there's somebody out there who's willing to marry you. And the audience just sort of wraps their arms around you and embraces you. It's just another one of the signs that Joaquin Phoenix is, in fact, a genius. He is very smart, I think, in a strange way. Yeah. Mm, Maybe too smart for his own good. I I don't see that as brains. I see that as massive insecurity. I mean, he's just having fun. It's like a social experiment. Unquestionably, uh, an incredibly talented actor who has zero self-confidence. No. Yes. And so he's got to make stuff up. Trust me, this is my life entirely. Right? No. 
<laughs> no, I don't think so. I either. am just like Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know in what okay. sense. No, you're not. I'm good looking. <laughs> All right. I'm a great actor. All right. Step into my office. Step into my office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. So I want to point out the, the, that, ladies, he's still on the market. That's the main thing. So if you'd like to harness the hog with him, apparently he's still available for that. But the fact that he's out there, he's all he's doing is going out to promote a movie that he's in. Why does he need to make up stuff like this? It's fun. It just felt like it. Why do you say half of the stuff that you say on the fly? Just because it comes into your brain. How are you going to judge him for doing the same thing, basically? But that's how I feel. He's making stuff up. You make stuff up all the time. I do not. I never make stuff up. You sound like an unbelievable douche. I hope you're making this up now, because if it's real, then it shouldn't be. Ladies? By the way, I I just got engaged. It's not working for you. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, it's the holiday season. Everywhere you go, you see the uh, the colors, the decorations, you hear the music. Thank God some researchers have decided to dive into Christmas music and determine whether or not it makes your food taste better or not. I'm sorry? Uh, some researchers have decided to figure out what types of Christmas music affect the way your food tastes in your mouth. Did you know this was a thing that the music that you're listening to, the sounds that you hear, can actually alter your enjoyment of a meal, right? Uh, I wouldn't say right. I'd never heard that before. Well, if you're sitting there and you're l- listening to Eartha Kitt's Santa Baby, the researchers found that will it will improve the taste of your wine, They actually did a research study on this where they had people sit down and smell and taste and enjoy wine. And all the while, they were playing different types of Christmas music. They found that Eartha Kitts was the best. Santa Baby. People seem to enjoy the sight of their wine, the smell, and the taste of it more than when they were listening to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas song reduced their enjoyment of the bottle of wine or the glass of wine, reduced it nearly 10%. I don't know how you quantify that. It's not an indictment, they say, on Mariah Carey's singing ability. We've already covered that, Chelsea. We're not going over that road again. But it's one of those things where you think, oh, my God, what, what song could I sit and listen to this holiday season and enjoy the season even more? And that's why the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page is there. We have put up the greatest Christmas carol of all time that you can see right there. It's a young woman in a Santa Claus hat and a bikini, and she's making her boobs dance to Jingle Bells. It makes everything taste better. It's actually dashing through the snow. Is it? it? Whatever it is, I, I didn't even know there was a song playing. It is Jingle Bells, but it doesn't. It starts off dashing oh, through the snow. My bad. Are we having this conversation? <laughs> I think Woody's main goal is to look at that video that's on the Facebook Probably. page again. That was a really far stretch, Woody, from where you started. <laughs> is there a list that they give of what songs you should play, for example, if you're having a bunch of people at your house to try and uh, make the food taste better? Uh, or is it just those two songs that they highlight? Uh, Wham's Last Christmas, which I know is on your Christmas list. That's for if someone swallows poison. Uh, that makes you giddy. No. You don't uh, vomit up the poison at that point? Uh, if your cat accidentally eats a poinsettia, then you play Wham's Last Christmas, vomit. 
No? No. Uh, reduce the intensity and flavor of a wine by 14%, they say. Again, how do you measure this? And doesn't it really apply to all music? Isn't no. Is it just a musical thing? Because there are songs that suck that are not about Christmas. No, they were specifically focused on Christmas music in this case because, you know, it's... Because they needed to waste some time. Yeah. Your point, Chelsea? No, they're just saying that this is a time of year when people are getting together, not only with friends and family, but with coworkers. And typically there's a meal involved and there is that ubiquitous Christmas music that could be ruining the mood and ruining the meal at the same time. For example, you wouldn't probably want to play this when your uh, friends and family were over for uh, for uh, Christmas festivities. Dope man, dope man. Yeah, that's me. Dope man, dope man. Can I get a hit? That, uh... Snuffleupagus singing "Dope Man" <laughs> right. is not the greatest Christmas carol to play for your guests. Uh, I'm guessing. I don't know if they studied it, but I'm right. going to throw that out there as my own two cents. Hall and Oates, "Jingle Bell Rock." Uh, they gave it the, it made the wine taste more sour. Where Bing Crosby's White Christmas made the wine taste a little bit sweeter. I would have thought the Hall & Oates song would have made it taste more like mustache. Don't you immediately think of something being strained through his mustache when you think of Hall & Oates? Just hairy chest. Here you think of hairy chest? <laughs> I go mustache first on that one. Hairy chest, doesn't he do midday? Sure. Hairy chest, everybody. Three for Thursday, coming up tomorrow. Well, that's helpful information Thank you, Woody. that I think we can uh, share with somebody. Go, 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 Woody and Wilcox Show. So what did we learn today on the Woody and Wilcox Show? We learned that vending machines now have face recognition technology. Yep. So that vending machines can hate Woody as much as we all do. We learned, according to Chelsea, that as you uh, head towards your uh, holiday party, taking the enchilada sauce uh, to Wichita in the elevator prior to your Christmas party may or may not be the way to go. You kind of had to be here for that. Uh, We found out that Chelsea's nickname uh, from her husband is Buffet Buster. And? Snack Pack. And? Uh, Lunchbox. We found out that if today you were planning to go to Target to get a copy of Grand Theft Auto V and a Bible, you're out of luck on both counts. We found out that you don't need to send us this particular holiday song, a 92-year-old man, the dude who played Count Dooku in the Star Wars movies. We don't need this one anymore. everybody who's sending in holiday songs as a sort of a festive thing to do this time of year. We want you to keep doing that. I'm just saying we don't need that one. We found out that if you uh, run a uh, medical practice where you help people with erectile dysfunction, maybe, and I'm just saying maybe, maybe uh, don't word the headline of your ad in the newspaper, quote, Dr. Santa Hansen wants to solve your ED and give 300 children of the Carolinas a present on Christmas morning. There may be some confusion. I don't know. And then again, I'm not an expert on this sort of thing. So you can see that ad and the photo along with it up on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page and on the Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, the way to follow along there. We found out that tonight is the season finale, the 18th 
season finale of South Park. 18 years. This is the promo they've been running. Wednesday on Comedy Central, it's an all-new holiday special with appearances by Al Pacino, Iggy Azalea, J.J. Watt, Miley Cyrus, U2, Angelina Jolie, Bill Cosby, and Taylor Swift, a hologram of Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain's hologram, and Michael Jackson's hologram as Peter Pan. I'm flying. With live commentary by Cartman Bra. Dude, check out Lady Gaga singing Christmas songs. Isn't she a Jew? This Wednesday, it's the Washington Redskins Go Yourself Holiday Special. Wrapping up 18 years. Anything else you missed, you can find it on the uh, podcast. Look for the podcast on the Woody and Wilcox channel on iHeartRadio. We appreciate the efforts to all of those of you who have contributed things on the social, not just comments about Woody's mom, although those are much appreciated. Intern Dave, uh, did you have any thoughts about today's show? Uh, Another great show, guys. Thanks. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't, uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.